Welcome to the next episode of the Northern Chorus Fantasy Pints Podcast. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Sean, how are you? Not too bad. Um, I need to to ask you about something, actually. Okay. I, saw... I feel like you didn't match my energy there. Why? I was chanting. We were like, here we go, here we go. And you went, I'm okay. I am okay. I'm not I'm not chanty okay. I'm just standard okay. Okay. But... Um, a couple of days ago, and I was going to ask you before we started, but I'll ask you now. Okay. Did you go to the Isle of Wight? Isle of Man. Isle ah. Man. Yes. You didn't mention it. You just I just saw a photo of you like on a boat or something. Did I not tell you? Oh, it was a it was a, just a private booking. Um, someone saw me in McCoolies in Liverpool. Um, shout out, big up McCoolies, Matthew Street, and. Um, <laughs> They took a card from me at the end, said, would you ever come over to the Isle of Man? I said, I'll come anywhere if you pay me travel. Um, and he messaged me a couple of weeks later and said, I'm having my 40th due in May. Um, can you give me a quote? So I priced up what it would cost for the hotel and to get my car on the ferry. To get my car on the ferry was 250 quid alone. Charged him a couple of hundred for a hotel. Um, my my fee my fee for the gig and then as an extra extra amount for opportunity it was a it was it was a lot of money I did not yeah, think he was going to say yeah it was um, great it was a really good gig and I was there's a lot of pressure with a gig like that because you know the fella it's his birthday he's got all his mates in one place some to them I'm a scouser obviously we know I'm not but to them well, I am you're becoming they, more and more by book, the day. So they, they booked this scouser to get on the ferry and come across and play music for them. He's paid me a lot of money, right? So if if that's not good, if if his even if I'm good, but his guests are just not into that, that makes me feel shit. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> luckily they were well up for it from the get-go. Um I was I did 3.45 minutes, which is what I'd quoted. Um, I was nearly cut short at 2.45. So I do 45, take a little break, do 45, take a little break, uh, and then do the last set. I would usually only do 2.45s, but I was coming over there anyway, so I thought we'll throw in an extra set. Um, sweet, sweet in the deal for him, you know. Um, and I was literally parked right outside the venue. So did the first couple of sets and I'm not, I'm not joking. They were rowdy. The, like the entire party of people was very rowdy, very up for it. Massive drinkers. Um, and I, in my little breaks, because I don't really want to get just peppered by everyone. I just go and sit in my car I'd 10 minutes to myself. So in the second break, I go and sit in my car on the phone um, have a little think about what I'm going to play in the last set and what I think is going to go down well and kind of take a bit of time to compose myself after reading the crowd and, you know, all, all of that bollocks. And uh, I came back up two minutes to 11, ready to start again at 11. And Lee comes straight over to me and says, um, I'm really sorry about all that, mate. Um, I just said, what? I said, I've been in my car, mate. Like, I, I don't know what's whatever's happened i didn't see it and he said well we've just all nearly got kicked out and then when when i actually looked around i because re- it was really they had all the lights off and they're just like fairy lights in the ceiling it was a nice little ambiance and um when i walked back in i realized after he said it it was actually light they turned all the lights on and he said um 
he said, yeah, they just closed the bar on us. Uh, they said that we have caused uh, more trouble than they've ever seen in uh, the time that they've hosted private events. And I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. lovely. Yeah, they were all really fucking sound people, by the way, it has to be said. So like, that, I, based, that based on when you were performing, you mean? I don't know, because I, like I say, I did not see any trouble at all. and Everyone was fucking sound. They were all just really you, up for a good You are used to Matthew man. Street on a Saturday night, though, so... <laughs> yeah, there is that. And the Island Man, I would imagine, is a much calmer place, typically, than... Evidently where, not. Where I usually play. But yeah, really, really sound group of people just really up for a good time. And it turned out they, they nearly got it shut down, but they agreed to um, continue until 12 and close the bar at 12 just after I finished. So, and then they were getting kicked out, delayed it by an hour. Uh, so um, first thing I did was jump back on the microphone. There was a lot of people that had kind of gone outside, gone for a little sig and just gone to get away from the situation or whatever or they were just pissed off or what i don't know um i just turned the mic on turned the volume back up uh, louder than it was before and i just said right i believe we've only got an hour left now so let's make the fucking most of it um and people just fucking ran back in and we just had an absolute ball it was great i ended up staying an extra bit of time because his birthday was at, so i did saturday night and his birthday was actually the sunday so he turned 40 at midnight so i thought they were asking for more songs when i finished so i thought i'll linger play an extra 15 minutes and then we'll make a tit out of him at midnight or sing happy birthday. Um, I do this thing. I don't sing happy birthday at public dues, but obviously if I'm booked for a birthday, I'll do it. And then I kind of do it, make it like an upbeat thing. And I made him, he like took his top off and did a mad dance and all sorts. And it was fucking, it was not what I expected when I was on the way there, but it was great. Well, I did not anticipate that question taking up so much time, but well done. You've uh, you have a very good answer. Yeah, it was yeah. great. I felt Lovely. like I was just just when I answered the guests at the end of the first time. So you gave very good answers. Yeah, yeah. no, it was uh, good. It was lovely. Nice weather as well. Lovely island. I'd never been before. Have you noticed we're not alone? Well, when it's not just us two here. Uh, there's a different guest. Is it the the garden gnome? It's the garden the, gnome. So, so I don't know if you know. I don't know if we've ever spoken about this, but uh, I just randomly introduced these really cheap pot fake potted plants um, a couple of weeks ago. The last uh, two. I don't know if you spoke about it or not, but I, I, I had not noticed. Well, anyway, now I've brought the gnome in. So I don't know. Like, I, I get sent random things for doing the website, obviously, and some of them are very good things that I keep. Useless for audio only uh, listeners, by the way. Yeah. But some of them are like little garden gnomes that wave when the sun, uh, they're like solar powered gnomes. So I thought, get him in. But then I realized I have to shut my blinds because of the port position of the uh, camera. So the gnome isn't waving. Can you not just like charge him up all day and like tape his hand back and then just let it go before we start recording? It was a spur of the moment decision to introduce the gnome. So okay, well know. next week I want you to charge him up all day and okay. then put a bit of cellar tape on his arm like that, and then just as we click record, take the cellar tape off and then he'll just start fucking going mad, won't he? Be like he the people on the Isle of Man at my gig waving their hand like this. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, Who have we got this week, James? We have got Sebastian Lowe. Also known as Seb Lowe sometimes. I'm not sure. He does call himself both. I'm not entirely sure what to call him. I'm going to take a risk on Seb when he comes Okay. In. But okay. yeah, he's a, a po- political, social commentary sort of singer. Um, just been announced for Glastonbury on the, uh, the left field stage. Um, and he's just released his EP, played a 
show in uh, Manchester at the weekend. So um, I've been quite excited. I've been wanting to get him on for a while. And he has just entered the waiting room. Excellent. That is great timing. In which case, let's get him in and have a nice little chat with him. We shall. And we're joined this week by an up-and-coming singer-songwriter from Saddleworth. It's Seb Lowe or Sebastian Lowe. Which one do you prefer? We'll go. Uh, Seb Lowe, yeah. Oh, there Excellent. we go. See, we had a little debate before this came on, and then I did say I was going to go with Seb, and then I panicked and went twice. But how are you yeah. doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? Really good, really good. Thank you. Um, oh, good. It's... Thanks for thanks for joining us. By the way, we we really appreciate giving you giving us some of your valuable time. It's always uh, always great, and you won't know this, um, but I've not actually been present at a guest podcast for the last two or three episodes, but I made sure yeah. I was here for you. So. Yeah. Wow. Feels feel special. You're the unlucky one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um we're gonna we're gonna obviously go in to talk about your career and you've had quite the week or so in terms of announcements. But I, I want to learn about this um TikTok thing because whenever you're mentioned, TikTok's mentioned um, as TikTok. sort of the plat yeah. the platform that you became big on first. Yeah. Um how did that come about? Um well, so it was uh basically kind of friends and family just uh pretty much uh, making me do it uh it was one of those things where it always had this kind of felt like a real kind of step going on tiktok i'd always chuck things on instagram hmm. bits of me singing and all that and then um i never really had the the guts to go on to tiktok hmm. um and there's why, uh, why is that why is that? Um, what's what? What would you consider to be the kind of difference between the platforms? Uh, so with Instagram, it was always kind of showing it to your, your mates and and people who followed you. And at the time, yeah. that was just my mates or my family who would just watch my videos. But with TikTok, it would always it would be you'd be going in thinking, right, this is just going to show it to whoever anyone could see this. Anyone probably will see this. Um, but I, I I joined it anyway, and, it, and it's this idea of you know having the confidence to put yourself out there online. Definitely, um, yeah. To to a load of people, and at the time, you know that was a kind of big thing for me was just um, gaining that confidence to to chuck stuff I'd written um, out there online. Um, yeah. But I did it. I did it anyway, and and it started out uh, the first kind of few videos I made. I was really sort of, you could even tell just recording in front of the camera that it was, that I was like nervous to just record myself. Um, I was like, I was like straight face and all that. And then as it went on, um, the confidence kind of built up. And especially with the fact that um, a couple of the videos did, did well. That was a, what felt like a, a re a quite a quite a long process, but it but it was quite a short process at the same time. Like, yeah, well, it, it certainly did get big because you're on a quarter of a million followers. I think they're called followers. I don't have TikTok myself, but is it actually it's similar yeah, to sort course, of Twitter yeah. and everything. Um, did, did, yeah. did I read you also signed to a label that was like four TikTok four people who got famous on TikTok? This is going to get um, clipped. Yeah, it's this is going to get clipped. By the way, young genius teaches <laughs> old old bats how social media <laughs> platform works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, uh, 
so it, but it's not like it's like it's not like a record label. Um, it's like a uh, it's sort of a distribution service. So okay. they, I don't actually know exactly what what the roles are. I'm completely new to this. It's almost like sort of just oh that that sounds that sounds music industry ish. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll go for that. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm on this thing. It's called Sound On, and it's a sort of distribution service that that is quite involved with TikTok as a whole. Um, mm. So uh, yeah. So it, you took it from from TikTok, and it has now turned you you're well ingrained now into the sort of music industry as well. So we'll talk yeah. about the the EP you've just you've just released. Um, the the other half. What's what's that all about? Um, well, it's sort of, it kind of, it's kind of this sort of jumping about of, of, of different, different things, which, which I would say that I think about, um, that's sort of lyrically speaking. It's, it's, it's a bunch of tunes, um, some of which are quite TikTok inspired. They've got that, they've got that very, very quick, uh, political thing going on, um, and that's you know quite obvious in like rat shit. In fact, I'd say four out of the five is quite it's very TikToky. Yeah. Um, I mean, rat shit's a little bit different. It's it's a bit slower, but it's still got those themes. So yeah. it's it it's tackling various different things. I've got a song that's all about conspiracy theories and mm. how stupid they can sometimes be. I think I was listening to that. And damaging sometimes mm. um, and and then also stuff about uh, you know usual kind of usual mm. sort of uh, tantrum yeah. about how broken the world is, I suppose. Yeah. Um, it, it, well, it was conspiracy a theories. Are, Sorry, conspiracy theories. It are is, sometimes yeah, yeah. Accurate though, aren't they? Like the queen being a lizard. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then, no, I, I, in fact, you know, some conspiracy. It is good that to, to have that kind of room to think about things um, because corruption exists. Mm. Um, Absolutely, conspiracies exist. So you know, the room to to but but they do sometimes go a bit a bit far, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and they've got and 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 they're so such like small small kind of groups of people and with social media they have such a massive impact um yeah, yeah. small but, voices shout the loudest don't they on social yeah. media guys and as i was saying then it was a follow-up to half decent and i quite like the title because i yes. imagine like you were thinking oh what should i call this oh well it's the other half it's oh just call it the other <laughs> yeah. half is that, yeah. is that how it went <laughs> That was the that was the thought. We had so many. There was th- uh, three quarters decent. Um, like, what do we call this second mini album? Three quarters decent, I think, was thrown about. Um, yeah. yeah, second half decent. Yeah, it kind and of fits. Half like because uh, obviously I've not heard you speak before. But you seem quite a laid back character, so that that kind of went into what like, yeah. what I was th- what I was thinking of the title as well. But, oh, but, yeah, but you. Yeah, but you, as you mentioned, you've mentioned sort of politics and and sort of this type of 
things you address in your songs already. So, um, yeah. it, it, obviously, things things annoy you. What I want to know is what annoys you the most about the world. Um, what annoys me the most about the world? Mm. Um, a few things actually. Go on then, name your top three. <laughs> um, right. People who are who are angry for no reason, aggressive okay. for no reason. Yeah, that's a big thing for me. Just just pointless aggression. Mm. Um, the kind like the kind of people where like you you bump into them in clubs and 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 they get angry about it as though you're not in a club. You would not like me on a football pitch, then. <laughs> um, yeah, that's one, but but that's not a very serious one. Um, things that annoy me about the world. Yeah. Um, when your agent puts you on small-time, boring podcasts with old fellas. <laughs> Why do you keep calling us old, Jim? <laughs> I'm feeling, I'm feeling I mean, it, mate, I think at the we're minute. Quite, I'd say we're quite we young. Majority. I'm feeling no, it at the minute. <laughs> Um, the internet for many reasons okay. I mean it's it, the internet's a funny one because it, it is so it's so great whilst also being so shit for everyone that's like a really kind of recent one for me um, the internet and, and, and not being too keen on it um, okay. was something something happened that's like, triggered that or? well no uh, nothing 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 in particular just uh the, the nature nature of, of a lot of, um, of of social media it can be so it can be so helpful for people in terms of um, the modern age of networking and and the way that we the way that, that anyone can you know create entertainment like it's been so helpful for me with with music um, yeah. but then at the same time it can be damaging for like attention spans and just um, happiness as a whole because you're just stuck on your phone yeah all the time or that's, i am yeah that's why i love festivals so much because i feel like you could just put it away like in your tent and you've yeah. got an excuse not to go near it for like four days or, something. or even just like yeah like recently just like going on a walk mm. and just putting your phone on like airplane mode or something and going for mm. a walk yeah um yeah, it should be more normal that you can like not respond to messages uh, fast. I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. When you when... is that right, Sean? Um, what, what what are you insinuating? I'm insinuating <laughs> that you are absolutely terrible for chasing me up if I've not done something. Oh, sorry. Apart from when you're trying to get someone to uh, edit the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, so that's definitely one. And and I'd say a final one is expectation to that's just come to me then. Oh, I can't say these are the three things I hate about the world the most when you know the Tories are in power. But yeah. mm-hmm. I'm gonna steer clear from complete outright political. I can see the headlines I'm tomorrow. Expect- <laughs> I'm gonna Seb say expectation. Seb Lowe hates expectation more than he hates the Nazi party. <laughs> See <laughs> yeah. Seb Lowe refuses to condemn Adolf Hitler. <laughs> That's this, getting cut. It's like <laughs> people, people, expect, people expect so much of themselves and so much of everyone else to be something and to do something and to 
to have to ha- to have your life going in a certain direction mm. um, and to know what that direction is. You're expected to like have fun. And then mm. I saw a great video that was like, I'm not in my twenties yet, but I still felt it. That kind of idea was the yeah. kind of curse of of being in your twenties, which is this um, pool Careful of expectations. Mark. Yeah. No, you are making me feel old. <laughs> it's called, like, there's like a pool of expectations of like trying to you, you um you've got to know what job you want to do. Um you've got to be working hard to get that job. And then you've also got to be making sure that you don't work so hard that you can't have fun with your friends and you're expected to have all of these friends as well. Um yeah. and it's why so many people are so depressed at that age. Um mm. And I think expectation and trying, searching for like happiness is just like so kind of damaging because when you don't achieve expectations and you never will because Mm. with every expectation is more expectation. Um, So yeah, there we go. Expectation. That's a good answer. answer. That's not. That's a great answer. answer. Well, just so you know, I'm I'm going to clip that. that. Yeah, I'm going to clip that, save it to my phone, listen to it a million times, and write a song about it before you can. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I've been trying it. To be fair, I've been trying to write songs which are like about just about life in general, than less Mm. about kind of specific, specific kind of events Mm. and and injustices. Um, Just sort of. but songs about life. And yeah. But that, that way of writing has, uh, has served you well so far and it's caught the attention of a certain Billy Bragg who... Yeah. Who is uh, also... He, does he curate the left field stage at Glastonbury where you've just been announced? He does, yeah. He plays right. there and he, he looks after it. He, um, yeah, curates it, yeah. So what, you're playing Glastonbury. Like, what does that sound like to you to hear? Someone say fucking mad, <laughs> absolutely mad. Um, even even madder when I was posting about it on social media, I got given the "I am playing Glastonbury" sign yeah. that all the cool Glastonbury people have. Yeah, um, and that was just like, what the fuck? Um, I am playing Glastonbury. Yeah, um, sort yeah. of this this thing that everyone builds up mm. as the thing. I've never been. But you just you know so much about it. It's Glastonbury, um, mm. and everyone everyone's always said to me like, as though that's like the end goal. Like, you yeah. um, see you see you at Glastonbury as a joke. Like that's not yeah. going to happen. Mm. But to actually be playing there is is just it's just mad. And even on that stage, with the left field stage, where you it's kind of a stage which is there mm. so that people can talk about things that, that that matter to them yeah um, it's such a good lineup this year as well to, to be a part of it's on that stage really in, partic- in particular like yeah. Um, but yeah like you say about that uh, glastonbury poster thing that you got sent i'm playing that paul mccartney got sent that as well so it's like uh yeah, that's what that's McCartney. where you're at now i'm basically yeah. paul mccartney <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but as i said yeah. earlier or as he alluded to it's like a a good week for you because after the Glastonbury announcement, yeah, you obviously yeah. had the EP which you spoke about, and then you played Gorilla. So what was that like? Gorilla, that was mad. Is that like, opposite really, the Ritz really in Manchester. 
Opposite the Ritz, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Looks a nice one, <laughs> I knew that. Mm? Well, the mad, the mad part was that I've done like a few support tours with artists where I've been on support and I've been to these like pretty big venues and been mm. like, oh, this is really, really cool. Um, that these guys are going to play these venues and people are coming to watch them. And then I stepped into Gorilla doing my sound check and I was like, fucking hell, this is massive. And this is, this is, <laughs> yeah. that, this is those venues that I was going to. Um, mm. What's it going to look like? Is it going to look like no, one, no one's coming? It's just going to be empty. And then I come out on stage. Well, I hear I, the lights obviously go dark and I hear loads of people shouting. And I'm like, shit, there's a lot of people there. Come out on stage and there, there was a lot of people there. Yeah. Uh, mm. And I think I think I spent <laughs> the, the, the gaps in between every song just saying thank you about five times to the people who were there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, yeah. just, just talking about how completely overwhelming it was, because it was. And I remember I come off stage and my dad was like, you know, that was good, that, but, you know, you could you could do with being a bit more cool. You could do with the... Uh, <laughs> Not acting, not acting so kind of shocked. I'm like, well, well I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll come with time, I'm sure. But it's uh, effective, close enough to be a hometown show, isn't it, really, for you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that is sort of, there aren't many, many great kind of, there aren't many of a similar size anyway near where I live. There yeah. are some cool venues, um, but none, none, none that big, I yeah. don't think. There needs to be more around yeah. But I don't know who you support football wise, but I I have to go to Old Trafford. Unfortunately, I have to go to Old Trafford quite a bit. And I don't know if you know, but you, you've been making the halftime playlist quite a bit there. Yes. That- yeah. That's another crazy thing. And I do support United. So it's ah, good. Good. There good. we go. That's a really. Um, yeah. No, I'm not like, I'm not like diehard football fan, but, mm. um, you know, my whole family is. And um, by virtue yeah. of that, I'm. I'm I'm a United supporter. It's a great platform, that though, isn't it? What's that, sorry? That's a great platform. Your songs are being played to tens of thousands of people. Yeah, and I mean, football is just huge, isn't it? Yeah. I know uh, there's, I know so many artists who, um, their kind of, their starting point was football. People, football fans getting a hold of their songs and, um, Mm. Look at Jamie Webster. Jamie Webster, yeah. Is is it Lewis Dunford who's just had the Arsenal? Yeah, yeah. So I was on sports hall with him. Mm. And, and, you know, his his life is at the south. Looks like it's completely turning Mm. upside down for the better. Um, Definitely, definitely. Um, Yeah. But I I remember at the games, me and my mate used to have a thing saying, guess guess the indie artist at our time. It's like... And then uh, I think you're the safest bet at the minute, so you're uh, <laughs> you're going well. <laughs> well. But yeah, moving on to the the theme of the podcast, which yeah. is uh, I think you've had about twenty five minutes warning of this. Uh, but yeah. we ask every guest for three musicians, past yeah. or present, yes. that they could spend an evening with, get to know over a nice right. drink. Cool. Who would your first choice be, and why? First choice. Uh... The necklace, David Bowie. Okay, nice. Yeah. Um, what's, what's why Bowie? He's just a he's just a genius. I believe proper proper in the purest sense of the word, and that word does get like thrown about. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he's. I think he's I think he's a genius. 
Yeah, um, it actually links back to your internet thing earlier, doesn't it? Because he he made some comments really, really early on yeah. about the internet. About the internet, um, and he was so he was so just like used to just challenge people. I saw a video of him speaking to oh, what was it? Was it MTV mm. about? And this was ages ago. Mm. Um, about kind of uh, representation in in. Um, you know, of all kind of cultures um, mm. on TV. And in really, really challenging that at a time when that wasn't like so popular to challenge. Yeah. Um, you know, he was a, and it, it's a shame because I only ever kind of got into his music after he died. Um, mm. My mum was always really into him. Um, and always had tried to get me into him, but I was like young and didn't really care that much for it until until recently. Um, better late than never, though. Better late than never. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely David Bowie. Yeah. And who's joining him at the table? Who's your second who's choice? Who's joining him? Yeah, that's what. That's one one thing we should clarify as well. All three of your guests are going to be around the same table. This is not three individual meetings. This is one meeting. Yeah, yeah. With three <laughs> one guests. meeting with all of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right, okay. You've got to think about how your guests are going to interact as well. How they're going to interact. So, uh, right. This is, this is, uh, Sinead O'Connor, probably. Okay. okay. A, debut, a debut for Sinead O'Connor on the That podcast. is definitely really? a debut, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. It's a debut pick. Um, you don't get a prize Bowie for a that. Popular choice. De- Bowie's pop- <laughs> relatively popular. We've had Bowie. He's been on a couple, he's not, not as many times as he should have been, but he's, yeah. he, has been, he has been picked. Yeah. 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 So go on. Why Sinead O'Connor? Why Sinead? Um, similar reason. I think. I think what's unique with the, with Sinead O'Connor, and I'd say Bowie may might have had this as well, mm-hmm. but with Sinead it's much more obvious, which is that she kind of, for me anyway, it was like the the performance and the the mass recognition was not really. Um, one of her main goals like I think I think for her that her entire kind of life was was the pursuit of kind of creativity and creating something that that, that she really was passionate about making yeah. really interesting music yeah. and just making good music um, would you say something I, that that's kind of resonates with you do you take a similar approach yeah definitely um, okay. like I mean obviously though we are we are not all just like complete music making machines, and so I'd say I'd say I try to take a similar approach, but then at the same time, I'll write a song and think, oh, this might do well. Do you know what I mean? And so yeah. does anyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then a lot a lot of the time, I'll also sit down and go, all right, this song is just going to be completely for me. I'm just going to write something that. That, that is completely for me. I don't even, I don't, it's the type of thing that I don't really um, expect to do well, but, um, yeah, or people to listen to. But like, I just, I just want to write a song. Um, yeah. And that's what I think that Sinead did. And she managed to do well off the back of that as well. Yeah. Managed to um, sort of accidentally do both. Kind of thing. <laughs> accidentally do both. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd like to think that, but again, we don't know people's brains. 
We can't mm. jump inside people's brains and see what they think. Um, Another limit, I right? Sometimes that one down. have this weird. I do, 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 yeah, well, I'll tell you what, going straight on someone else as we speak. Can't, we? <laughs> can't jump into people's minds and see what they think. You know, kind of, kind of, kind of nice that, you know. Yep. I'll look forward to hearing it. I'll tell you what, good on you to stop me. <laughs> jump. Well, what, what you, what, I, you know what? If this becomes my biggest hit ever, call it not what, 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 a, what a moment this is. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you've noted it down, who is your third choice? All right. Uh, who's my third choice? Someone someone dead old. Like, like Attenborough. Oh, he's not. Go down, <laughs> go, go down. <laughs> Into the 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 or oh, someone dead new, Ooh. no, or, or someone, someone in the middle, or some or someone, someone dead. in the middle. <laughs> Could be anyone, yeah. mate. Take your pick. Hey. Um, David Bowie, Sinead O'Connor, and Sinead O'Connor, and Trouble. Ricky Gervais would be a good pick because he gets on, like, on with he gets on with Bowie like a house on fire, he? yeah. He's got an album, hasn't he? Well, Brent he's, has. He's got. He gets life on the road. He calls him Bowie though. He calls him Bowie. Does though, yeah, but they but they Bowie. were very good yeah. mates, weren't they? Is it is it Bowie? Is it Bowie? I thought um, I thought Bowie had said it was Bowie. I've always Ricky said did. Bowie. Yeah. Well, was it Bowie said it was Bowie or was it Bowie said it was Bowie? I thought it was Bowie said it was Bowie, but Ricky Gervais insists it's Bowie, which yeah. has always confused me. But, uh, and Ricky Gervais does claim to be kind of the super fan of David Bowie, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. He does. Um, but we'll, st- we'll call him Bowie nonetheless. So who is your third? Who is your third choice? Uh, Cat Stevens. Okay. Nice. I, yeah, Cat Stevens. Another, another debut? Really? Yeah. Cat Stevens? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because his lyrics are just beautiful. Mm. Um, Simple. Yeah, they are. Uh, really, Fav- really beautiful. Favourite Cat Stevens lyric? Um, oh, wee, oh, wee. Well, now you've heard that one. Favourite Cat Stevens lyric? It'll be in, it'll be in um, a hard-headed woman, probably. Because okay. that whole, whole song... I know many fine feathered friends and their friendliness depends on how you do or who you know. It swaps around. Are you writing that down again? I'm looking it up. I know many fine feathered friends and the friendliness depends on how you do. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Like that choice. Um, it's got some, it's got some lovely kind of poeticy bits in there with the the old the old alliteration. Good, yeah. um, and he was he was he was all about that. It was one of the first songs I ever learned to play on guitar was um, "Father and Son." Oh, classic, which is a great tune, indeed. Um, and Three. I think "Hard Headed Woman" is one of the best songs ever written. Mm. Yeah. Three, three solid choices. Three solid choices. Two yeah. debuts. Not sure how they get on though. Well, no. where, where, what's that? So let's picture it then. Right, <laughs> you've got, you've got so Seb reckon... Lowe, David Bowie, yeah, Cat Stevens, 
Ricky Gervais. Uh-huh. No, sorry. <laughs> Ricky, Gervais. Yeah, Ricky Gervais is shouting through the window every time yeah. they call him Bowie. He goes, Bowie! He's under the table. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, Sinead O'Connor. O'Connor. Okay. Around yeah. a table in what setting? In what setting? Um, it would probably be somewhere really kind of quite like obnoxious, like in a forest or something. Okay. okay. Um, and it I, mean, fant- I don't it mean that as fantasy. like an insult. No, 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 no. Get it? Absolutely get it. <laughs> now, it, it, it's fantasy pints, but they don't have to be drinking pints. They could be on cocktails or vino or whatever. Are you go, are you're going all the way. You ask. Oh, yeah, we're going, all, we're going all the way with this one. I'm making some serious assumptions about these people. Let's do it. Um, now, I, I, the reason I've asked Sean is because we've we've had this exact discussion previously with a different guest about Bowie and his choice of drink. So I want to see if Seb's opinion on Bowie's choice of drink lines up with uh, a previous guest's opinion on what Bowie would be drinking. What would he be drinking, David Bowie? Yeah, yeah what do you think he'd be having? He could have any any alcoholic beverage of choice, of his choice. Do you remember what the previous um, answer was, Sean? No, I was hoping you did. <laughs> I do, I do. Yeah. Okay. You do remember what the previous answer was? Yeah. Um, oh, so uh, I remember I was out the other I was out not too long ago in London. And Bragging. there was this guy drinking. <laughs> 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 there was the, this guy drinking gin and tonic out of a wine glass. Okay. Um and it had a certain kind of um, aura about it. Now, I wouldn't be shocked if David Bowie would drink gin and tonic out of a wine glass. Yeah, not, not, even though there is something quite like, kind of like, ob- I've used the word twice now, kind of obnoxious about drinking gin and tonic out of a wine glass. There is also something quite cool about drinking gin and tonic. Yeah, out of a elegant, isn't it? It's a bit elegant. Yeah, a bit yeah, elegant. I, I, I can't remember who I can't remember who we had this discussion with. I think I've remembered now. Was their it? opinion was a very elaborate fruity cocktail. Yeah, very elaborate like with sparklers or something. Or yeah. yeah. Mm. I think well, I can see gym. that as well. Actually, there's yeah. there's a lot of sides to David Bowie, isn't there? Yeah, <laughs> and then also Indeed. probably just beer <clears throat> in the purest sense. I wouldn't, I won't be surprised if it's just it's just a nice bottled beer. Yeah, yeah. 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 A little mad madri or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I've never had a madri. Why does everyone keep going? Madri, oh, that's Madri's the Nando's a, beer. Is a great lager. <laughs> is that the Nando's uh, lager? Do they I sell it in? No, that's Marie. That's um, no Modelo. I think they sell in they sell in Nando's. I don't know. Everyone keeps going on about Madri, and I've never. Madri can't imagine good. it tastes Madri's much different good. to other lagers. Like, <laughs> lagers, lager. Where's it from? Madrid, Spain. I think. Yeah. Right. But yeah, good, good solid choices. Um, but on a on a final note, then, what is in store for Seblo in 2022 and beyond? Who knows? Just music, probably. I, I want to get as many songs as possible out yeah. and recorded. That's the funnest part. Yeah. The most fun part is just like writing songs and getting making getting them released. Um, Any thoughts on a bigger album than the mini mini album? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I do that uh, mm. at some point. Mm. Um, but not, not whatever that's all like. Yeah, someone with, some with a range of different different types of songs as well, like a proper range. 
Um, and really, really just explore the, the song making process a lot more. And obviously a fuck ton of lovely gigs. Yeah. Including uh, Glasto. In, including Glasto. <laughs> oh, that yeah. one, yeah. That, that little. That little. <laughs> and we've got, we've got Neighbourhood just announced actually today. Isle of Wight Festival as well. Excellent. Uh, is that, are you on the uh, This Feeling stage? Uh, yes, I am. Um, yes. This Feeling. Who are just, just great people. Yeah. You know, really good for, for getting sort of up and coming artists, giving them yeah. giving them that, that exposure. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think I'm watching you. Um are you on the bill with Red Run Club and Miles Kane at yes. the sort of neighborhood? Uh, Is that oh, you, I'll be there, yeah. I'll be wow. I'll, well, I'm, I'm hoping I'll be there. I'll be <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's that's seen that. God. Yeah, is it, that's is new. It? I remember that was like when when I found out about that, I remember that was like one of the first big gigs that I yeah. found out about and yeah. being fully blown away. Yeah, I think that's when you came onto sort of my radar and when then I started listening to you. And then I wasn't expect I wasn't expecting what I heard, but I liked it. It was, it was good. Well, yeah. good. Just keep just keep at it. I think uh, going 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 places. But yeah, thanks very much for your time. Thanks for coming Keep on. Smashing it, mate. Before you go, tell tell us where we can find you on all your different socials. Oh yeah, shit. So it's sad.low.music on everything okay. other than Twitter. And on Twitter it's sab underscore low underscore music, which is so frustrating that they <laughs> don't let you do dots on Twitter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. But yeah, thanks very much. And, um, uh, yeah, yeah, thank you so I'll, much, uh, guys. I'll see you at the uh, Neighbourhood Presents gig. See you there. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you very much. Take care, mate. Enjoy okay, it. Guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. So that was Seb Lowe and, uh, and your first podcast back for a while. It's good to yeah. have you back. It was a good one to be back for. <laughs> I thought he was great. Yeah. He's um really, really nice lad. Uh, and Insightful. Very insightful. Very deep thinker. You can tell. Um you can kind of see the cogs turning with every conversation that he has. It's almost like every conversation he has and everything that he says, he's thinking about song lyrics in his head. Yeah. And, and then writing of, them down. Yeah. I hope, and then get, uh, yeah. I hope we get credits for that. Even though I think it was him that said it, but I think we just definitely need... was him that said it. Yeah, but we, yeah. we, we coaxed it out of him, Sean. So propelling yeah. DJ's credits, credits and, credits. and um, co-writing young artists, uh, hit singles as well. Indeed. Indeed. Um, yeah, he was a really nice lad. Well, we should be back at some point. Do you want to do the socials? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Northern Chorus, Twitter yeah. at Northern Chorus underscore, Facebook at Northern Chorus UK, yeah. www.northernchorus.co.uk. And Sean, is there a uh, anything running on there at the minute? There may be a couple of interviews with some of the neighborhood weekender artists. Excellent. And also, yeah, there's a there's a few stuff in the pipeline. I don't want to say them in case they don't happen and then this podcast gets released. So something will be there. There'll be something on there. Lovely. There'll definitely be a quiz of some form. There's Good quizzes stuff. every week. Good stuff. Let me also, I've just remembered um in the last episode's intro and outro, we spoke about my soon-to-be attendance at uh, the Ritz for Ryan McMullen and Larkin Poe. Okay. 
but you are on limited time, so you need to sum it up firstly in five words. Ryan McMullen is very talented. It was, um, he was fantastic. And then uh, we did stick around for Larkin Poe to see what the situation was. We we very what the quickly, situation was. Yeah, we, what we, an odd we, way to describe we, to describe like we'd a never, band. We'd, we'd never we'd never <laughs> heard of them. The we'd never was. heard of them. But you know what? They were they were superb because we kind of went in blind. We hadn't listened to any of their music. Um, that's not the bit that shocked me. The bit that shocked me was the the method in which the lead guitarist played guitar so she had like a guitar strap on but really low and instead of holding the fretboard up kind of almost shoulder way and using a pick or fingers or whatever down at the strings near the bridge she had the guitar flat like a piano and I don't know what the fuck she was doing uh, <laughs> she but sure was, she wasn't playing the piano it was amazing honestly <laughs> she was sliding her fingers up and down the fretboard and oh it was it was really really I was uh, me myself and Jake Heaton friend of the pod were just watching it and we were just gobsmacked we didn't understand what we were watching but it was great uh, both of them incredible voices uh, and really really good music it was great that's good. So go and listen to Larkin Poe is the moral of the story. And Ryan McMullen, who is a very, very talented boy. Indeed. Good promo. See you next week. Oh, shit. See you next time. Oh, the time frame thing, yeah. See you soon. <laughs>